0: I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. We
1: can and and take a walk. Or hello and welcome back to Cast Party. I'm Brennan. I'm Dave. And for some reason, even though we've been talking for like a full minute, we feel totally unprepared for sure. <laughs> uh What's happening? Yeah. Um, well, this is—we're currently in the middle of August. Yeah. Well, we're in the beginning. This episode's coming out at the end. God. We average out perfectly. It's like we're time
0: travelers. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we just got very far ahead because we're talking in the future right now, Brendan. I know. Terrible or wonderful things could happen. Yeah. That have no I'm probably about. back at work by now. You—that's uh, the worst thing I've ever thought ever. Yeah, this is probably like the first Monday you're back. Oh god. Oh. But you'll have us to comfort you. That first Monday is terrible too. No, see, we uh. will be your your soothing balm because you will not remember a single thing you have said no. by that point. I don't ever remember a thing I've said. Like yeah, literally minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> just delete <laughs> dump it all out of your brain. Um but yeah, so it's August, which is the last month of summer mostly. Mm-hmm.
0: And even though summer technically doesn't end till the middle or the end of September, but yeah, seasons are weird. That, yeah, like, um, winter doesn't start till
1: literally like four days before Christmas. Yeah, that's dumb, and that's just not what people Every, think of.
0: Everybody knows that winter starts as soon as Thanksgiving's over. Yeah, exactly. Like, the season's <laughs> got to catch up. Yeah. Thanksgiving, well it's whenever they start putting Christmas stuff up That's the beginning of winter Yeah, it's got white Christmas stuff I mean, especially here in California where we don't actually have seasons It's just like a five degree difference in the temperature
1: Yeah, it's like we can't tell So (laughs) we just
0: assume it's winter (laughs) We go buy store decorations
1: Yeah, it's like it's sunny and there's reindeer So I guess (laughs) it's Christmas It must be winter Um, Yeah, so summer's kind of sort of winding down So I was trying to think of a summery topic So we're Mm going to do our top five road trip Movies, yes, um, which is fun. I I like road trips. I like, I especially love road trip movies because they're so. A lot of them are like hangout movies. They're uh-huh. they're like the Odyssey. It's like oh man, I can't believe you just said that. That's awesome. Go ahead, <laughs> thank you. Well, it's like it's it's this trip. There's this major goal that you're trying to reach, but it usually takes a backseat to like all these little side adventures. Yes,
0: the Odyssey is the original road trip.
1: It is. That's actually something I've used in my English class before. Oh, great. I love it. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh no. Everything's fine. (laughs) But I was actually, I was talking to Sergio about uh, road trip movies, and he suggested something, what was it? I don't, okay, I can't possibly remember. Um, But I actually found this distinction, road trip, wow, I can't remember anything that I was talking about. Wow. It's so hot. What just
0: happened? It's so hot. It's like seventy degrees inside. Okay, right it's now.
1: fine in here, but I was just outside. <laughs>
0: um, uh, uh, wait, what? Okay, so you were talking to Sergio about road trips. Okay, and there was um, a distinction. I was, he he just said a movie where it was like it
1: was about a trip somewhere. Yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, like that was the main plot of it, and mm-hmm. in my mind, like point B is the kind of like centerpiece of where you're getting. Okay. But, like, um, I don't know if I'm going to mention something that will steal one of your picks. Oh, man. But, okay, Better I'm going to say, in 2015's Vacation, starring Ed Helms... Oh, dang. Is that one of yours? No. Okay, cool. So, in, like, the original Family Vacation? is That, that might one be. Gonna... Okay. 20... See, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, in 2015's yeah. Vacation, starring Ed Helms, they yeah. need to go to Wally World. Right. But it's literally the least important thing in the movie. Like, that's yeah. the driving action, literally, like, where they're driving to. Yeah. But they spend... 45 seconds at Wally World like the Uh point of the movie is the trip itself
0: right kind of like I don't know like it's it's not about the destination it's about the
1: journey it's the journey road trip movies are about the journey yes the odyssey much like life yeah sure life
0: is a journey not a destination yeah well the destination is death so (laughs) it's very hello no it's attaining goals okay yeah Uh, but it's what you do along the way and that's what I'm, I'm like quoting myself from my English class when I'm being deep with my oh, okay. freshman. I could tell from the voice. Yeah. 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 That's my deep voice. It was very inspiring. Yeah. Are you, you're inspired now? Yeah. I'm Great. ready to go. On We're done. Podcast <laughs> is over. Great. Cool. Bye. Um, do,
1: do you have any runner ups? Like, did you have any ones that you couldn't make it onto your list? Um,
0: I, I have, uh, well, one I wanted to mention it, since you brought up the odyssey, um, Sometimes I would show when I was extremely like, whatever about my English class, and I was like, I can't just keep reading the Odyssey, and I can't, you know, like I, I don't want to. uh Here, we'll watch some of the movie. Uh huh. And there was like a TV movie of oh, the Odyssey boy. with Armando Sante as what? Odysseus. Okay. It is bat ass crazy. It is so bad. It's amazing. Okay. And I kind of want to show it to my students as like, uh, <laughs> just like, let's watch this and look how bad it is. But they're watching it to like understand the content better. Oh, yeah. But there's like some weird choices. Um, is it Hermes, the messenger god?
1: Uh, yeah. He's got the little wings on his shoes. Yeah,
0: yeah. He shows up and he's super fay. Oh, like, great. Love it. Odysseus. <laughs> You're like, what? Why? Why is that <laughs> happening? What choice are they making here? And he's like all covered in glitter. And it's like, D- what?
1: Fun. I it's love it. It's so
0: weird. And there's a there's a scene where somebody's mourning for somebody, like, and they run out into the waves and they're like, I, I, just like kind of splash i don't know what they're doing but for some reason one time when we were watching it i hit fast forward and it became like hilarious comedy <laughs> whatever they were doing in the waves and it was way too long that they were doing that i mean it's it's so long and it was one of those things that was like the television event of the year oh god and it i mean the big star in it i think is like you know guest starring vanessa williams yeah oh okay. do you remember who that is she's the tennis player
1: no. no. I'm kidding. Um, She's, you know, Venus no. Williams. No. Um,
0: I know her name. Yeah, she was like a beauty queen, did. and then she had like a song. Oh, okay. And then for a That's second, fun. she was kind of a celebrity. She dated like probably a famous or married someone famous. She was one of those where it was like, wait, why do I know her from? Uh-huh. You know, like she's famous. I know who she is, but I don't know what she did. She was in it not very good because none of the things I listed was acting, and she acted in a TV movie. It's just like- Awful, but uh-huh. so funny. So, if you're ever up for some unintentional comedy, okay. I recommend that. That sounds great. And then partnered with that is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, okay. Which is uh, the Coen Brothers version of the Odyssey. And that's kind of fun to watch, and there's some great moments. But I can't put that on my top five because it's something, again, I showed to my students, so I saw it like a hundred times. You ruined it for yourself? Yeah. I can't. There's a, we thought she was a toad. That's my, <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: um, speaking of Odyssey things, you're just reminding me right now of um, the Narnia book, Prince Caspian and the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Wow. Which, I mean, not I I was a huge fan of Narnia back in the day. Yeah. Back before I realized it was all just a biblical allegory and yeah. like kind of weird. Um, yeah. But the Prince Caspian story is 100% just the Odyssey and they go to a bunch of cool islands and oh. I loved it. Yeah um anyway and also my other runner-up is a movie that i mentioned i disqualified because i mentioned it on the podcast before and talked about it a lot okay but it's road games with jamie lee curtis and stacy keach like the australian thriller okay which might have been number one if i kept it in because i love that movie wow but i wanted to be more eclectic and Mm -hmm. not as much Mm horror-y although i might have one in there yeah um i'm interested in seeing if any of our choices line up. Uh-huh. I think there is a possibility on a couple of them. Mm-hmm. But when I was researching for this, I was like, there are so many more road trip movies than
0: I thought at first. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. I, I, I just, cause whenever there's a, a topic like this, I'm like, what, uh, what even is a road trip movie? Like what am I, why can't I think of any? So I had to look through some like top 10 lists to yeah. kind of refresh my brain. Um, and I came up with some and then, uh, well, what I was thinking is, have you ever been on a road trip? Yes. Okay. I've been on a couple. All right. Now, did you do it like a family thing? Um, or did you do it with friends? I've done both. Okay. Did you... Was your road trip at all... Like, have you had one that was... where Any part of it was at all like a road trip movie? Where there was any hijinks? Any fun? Um.
1: Well, I'd, my most recent one, I went up to San Francisco with Sergio. Yeah. And if hijinks include getting terribly ill for the entire ride up and throwing up in a plastic bag I bought at a Vons, then yes that sounds awful yeah it was a nightmare but we got there and I instantly felt better huh and then we ate it an in and out and it was great yeah um that's funny yeah kind of hijinks-y. yeah
0: a little we're kind of we're kind of chill yeah I just um because I went on a road trip that should have been. Like, it had all the makings of this is going to be an epic adventure. Uh The problem was we, like, planned it out too much or something. I I don't know how to explain it. But basically, um, it was me and two of my friends. One of my friends was our class valedictorian, and he's very structured and plans things out. And the other one of my friends is my friend that I – i always say i keep him around because he makes me interesting okay because i will get into actual spontaneous adventures with him okay normally like normally when we get together or he and any of us get together there's there's a level of like what where am i you know i've looked around and i'm in a like a sombrero no i'm in like a um like you know when i visit in san francisco all of a sudden i'm in a, a karaoke bar in japantown uh-huh. And I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> and he's like, oh, this is great. And he, you know, he knows somebody there at all times. And so we went on this road trip. It was right after high school and all of our friends were off doing different things. And we mm. decided we were going to go on a road trip. And I, it was we were so boring. Aww. We would spend the whole day driving. We'd yeah. get wherever we were going. We'd get dinner. And then we'd like go back to our hotel room and get a good night's sleep so we could get up and get out early oh. to go where... And uh, it was so weird, but we did we did go to Zion National Park, which was cool okay. but like it ended up being kind of like almost like a romantic road trip like it was very mellow and we went to a lot of really cool places, but it was like not what you would expect three eighteen year old boys to get into <laughs> like it was just all about the destination instead of the journey like we, oh, you know, okay. I kept being like, oh, we took some like joke pictures that was it like i tried we took one where i was like pull off to the side of the road and kind of like mm-hmm. make it look like we're not anywhere near road and that we're lost and we like staged it and my friends looked like we, like one of them was oh with that's the other cool one. that was it, that was it that was our hijinks like that and i think anytime somebody fell asleep we'd try to pretend we were crashing just to mess with them okay that, yeah that's but like, like standard hijinkery yeah but really like long long periods of driving with, like, none of us talking. Oh, yeah, that's unbearable. (laughs) It was just, like, it was so weird. We were so focused on, like, we got to get, we got to get wherever we're going before dark, and I don't know why. It was weird. I think we were just kind of unprepared to be, like, out there in the world by ourselves. Mm -hmm. We didn't have the, like, carefree, like, we can do whatever we want. We were, like, we'd get to the hotel and, Two of us would check in, and the third would hide in the car, so we didn't have to pay extra. Oh yeah, which I don't know if they do. I don't think they do. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know they if they care that person. much. Yeah, it was so dumb. But if we you're were at like, like a Super Eight or something. Yeah, we were just like, ugh. Anyway, there's no carefree Aww. attitude. We had a little bit of an adventure when we went to Las Vegas, but Las Vegas when you're 18 is less than exciting. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and one of us wasn't even 18 I think at the time
1: anyway yeah well speaking of the road trip and Sergio we did yeah. one sort of hijinky thing yeah. or,
0: it was a spontaneous thing yeah
1: because we decided to randomly go visit Stanford because it was kind of on the way to where we were going yeah and we walked around the campus we went up a giant tower oh yeah um their bathrooms are even beautiful <laughs> yeah it's they're so big and they yeah. feel like they've been there hundreds of years yeah um no that was a cool trip it, it's a huge campus yeah it's really
0: gorgeous i've only been there like once or twice mm-hmm. which is silly because one of my best friends went there undergrad and graduate <laughs> he had uh, so much opportunity yeah well he was like i'd be like i'll come visit you and he's like it's really not that fun yeah, there's a not lot. a lot around there's it. not a lot around and People at Stanford are, I don't know, serious about school. Mm-hmm. I went to a Stanford party. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> they're all, I got it. They're all the super smart kids from high school. They're yep. all here and they're all having really intense discussions, and I can't follow along. Oh, God. <laughs> about the Odyssey, probably. Yeah, probably about the Odyssey and its flaws. Anyway. Ooh.
1: Anyway, let, yeah, let's do our list. Let's we go. we made it uh, a top five instead of a top ten like yeah. our first episode, Ooh. so it shouldn't last nine hours. Mm. Um, Just two. Yeah. Are yours in any particular order? No. Okay. I I always order my lists even though I don't necessarily feel that way because okay. I like to have an order. So I'm going to start at number five and go up to number one. Sounds good. That's what I like to do. Okay. Um, do you want to start or should I?
0: Why don't you start?
1: Okay. My number five is maybe the most obvious one ever. Uh-huh. It's 2000's Road Trip.
0: Road Trip.
1: Um, I, w- I actually watched it for the first time recently because I was doing kind of a Sean William Scott marathon. Oh, wow. Because I really I like Sean William Scott Yeah, he's a lot. pretty good in that movie. I mean, he's stifler in that movie, but Oh, yeah. It's not difficult. Yeah. But um, that movie My my mom loves Road Trip. Really? For no particular reason.
0: <laughs> It's um, a very silly movie. Oh it's yeah, really funny and it's got some art. it's got some art.
1: Oh yeah for sure. but my mom has been trying to get me to watch road trip for years and I finally borrowed my mom's copy of Road trip to watch it mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that's awesome about my mom but um road trip I, it was just it's a fun college movie and then mm. it randomly because it's billed as a Tom Green movie um, yeah, it got billed that way. yeah no because he's very obviously shoehorned in
0: yeah like in this
1: framing narrative yeah
0: it's weird and it's it's very obvious that he had because j- he burst on the scene yeah right at that time
1: yeah because tom green is not he does not go on the road trip no <laughs> he's like taking care of like this kid's mice back in his dorm room the snake oh the snakes i forgot the but snake. he's feeding the mouse to the snake yeah and he's like really obsessed with watching it die
0: I think yeah, I think he just wants to see the, the snake eat. Yeah, that's what his big thing. But he's a tour guide, which I was a tour guide in two thousand slash two thousand one. Oh, so you could really relate to. Well, and I believe I want to say they may have filmed a little at UCLA. I'm not sure. That seems like it likely, but I got a lot of questions on campus tours. About road trip? About the movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. My my tour was kind of like this podcast, a lot a lot more tangential than a huh. I, I wanted to keep people interested instead mm-hmm. of just spouting facts that you could read. Don't get me started on tour guides. Okay, okay. anyway. So go ahead. Tom
1: Green. They keep cutting back to Tom yeah. Green. And I for the longest time I was like, I don't know if I like this guy. Yeah. Cause I think I landed on no. No, yeah. I don't. But the parts in, of of with him in the movie become so weird and disjointed yeah. that they're really magnetic and yeah. captivating
0: and like yeah. what the hell is going on yeah. in this movie well his whole that was his whole comedy style was was he made himself the joke and and that the reactions to what he was doing were the joke and now i mean i i can't there's so many things on the internet that are tom green derivative oh yeah like there's so many you know where kids are like we're doing pranks and it's just stuff tom green would have done We just run up and do something weird like his whole thing i don't know if you ever saw his show no i can't say he I did have. a lot of man on the street weird stuff oh, okay and and he would just go farther than anyone else he just would I mean, I think one of the more famous things he was like humping a dead moose to try to get bringing back to life. Oh, God. Like, you know, not really, but like, Well, well, but he would just like do weird, weird things and kind of make people mad or uncomfortable. And that was his whole comedy style. Okay. And that hadn't been done yet in terms of like we hadn't seen it here in America. Uh huh. And then I think right around the same time, Ali G, the Ali G show was happening. So, um, and he Sasha Baron Cohen does a lot of the same stuff he does more of like an intermin, uh, interview format but he like makes people uncomfortable and does weird things and, yeah
1: like interacting with
0: real people who yeah, don't know what you're doing and that's what Tom Green did is he okay just, he, and he had like a studio show that was weird like it would just be like like he was doing a talk show but he just kicked to segments of video but it was video from when he had been in Canada it was like an MTV show so I don't know if they spent any money on it and then it was weird once the like he ran out of Canadian footage. The show went way downhill because, first of all, he couldn't go do anything anymore oh. because everybody knew who he was. Okay. You know, that was so his whole it's not thing. not surprising was, they're like, oh, it's you. Yeah. And he wasn't in Canada where people are so freaking polite uh-huh. that he could do the weirdest things and they would just be like, please stop. You <laughs> know, like, and that was what the comedy was, is that he would just push and push and push. So it's just funny that, like, yeah, that's what he's doing in that movie. Is he's just going for it, going crazy. The part uh-huh. where he w- makes out with the mom It's oh, so weird. Yeah. That part is so weird. Um. Anyway, keep going. But no, yeah, that it, was kind of really, it. Like I think Road Trip is mostly just
1: like a fun sophomoric movie. Yeah, with these weird, just like
0: shards of strange comedy, just kind of blasted into it. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was weird. It was. It was similar to how after the Hangover, like Zach Galifianakis. It was like, oh, they yeah. didn't know what to do with him. It was like, well, he's really funny, but what do we, uh, you know, so it was like that kind of thing with that movie. It was like, we'll make it all about Tom Green. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then I think, you know, he made a couple movies and his career was over. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's your number five? Oh, I or, wanted to say, oh, um, what's her name? Amy Smart? I think so. She plays the girl in that movie. I'm pretty sure. She's one of those people where I was like, what? what happened? She was so cute and lovable in that movie, and I was so certain she was going to be a movie star. And then she, like, was gone. I think she did a couple other movies, but... Yeah, sometimes it just happens. I mean, I think she's around. She's around. Like, she's still working. I wouldn't say, like, oh, she fell off the face of the earth, but I thought, like, oh, she's going to be somebody. Huge. Yeah. And then um, she's not. But weirdly, one of my friends is, I guess, very close friends with her. Oh. So (laughs) often on my Facebook timeline, they'll be just like, picture of my friend and amy smart and i'm like what wow. how that's weird hollywood stuff
1: yeah but uh yeah no that that, that movie it was just it was just fun yeah brecken Meyer was in it he's yes. all right yeah dj qualls that really weird looking yeah. like, nerdy kid yeah he was in an episode of scrubs yeah
0: he he had a little bit of a career there for a second yeah because he's weird looking mm-hmm. he's very charming in that movie he's very sweet yeah he really is yeah and um if I
1: recall correctly, his character ends up with, like, an overweight black woman mm-hmm. in this, like, black fraternity. Yeah. And in any other movie, that would be, like, she would be the butt of the joke. Right. And it kind of starts off that way. Yeah. But it turns into, like, an actually, like,
0: romantic connection. Yeah, they're, like, very sweet. Yeah, Yeah, so cute. I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't... I mean, a lot of those things with those sophomore comedies is... They'll take something and you're like, oh, God, they're going to make this really offensive or like go too far with it. and they, Yeah. Sometimes they
1: go another way and make it sweet. Okay. And, and that's almost pushing the envelope more
0: mm-hmm. by just saying like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, it's a movie that has the exact same plot. Okay. Of of uh, Road Trip. Okay. Um, it stars Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon. Okay. And nobody's ever seen it except me and my roommates in college. What's it called? I, I believe it's called Overnight Delivery. Okay. I want to say Overnight Delivery. Um, and I probably should have oh. looked it up. But um, it is, um, <clears throat> it's, oh, I should, I should, let me get some stats on it. It, uh, give you like a timeline. But it's um, Paul Rudd's, I think Paul Rudd's, he thinks his girlfriend is is cheating on him. Okay, so he gets mad. Uh, instead of a video, he doesn't send a video. He sends like an angry letter.
1: Um, okay,
0: yeah, and then he's he's trying to intercept it before it then, reaches yes. her. And then and then he realizes that it's it's wrong, and he he was wrong. He misinterpreted something. And no, um... oh, yeah, overnight delivery yeah. came out in
1: 1998. Yeah, so like right after Paul Rudd became a thing, mm, kind of, be- or I kind mean, of during slash before. It's
0: it's when it's when he was oh that guy from clueless
1: yeah that guy like he was that
0: guy from halloween six the curse of michael myers no no one thought that which came out at the same time and and reese witherspoon isn't even really a thing then like she kind of is but not really she's third build (laughs) yeah behind christine taylor yeah christine taylor mrs uh oh i forgot his name because ben affleck's name jumped in my head and that's the wrong guy is she
1: married to someone she's married
0: to Ben Um, Stiller Ben Stiller thank you thank you IMDb okay I was just listening to our Harry Potter episode yeah I was so frustrated by how many names I forgot how many (laughs) things I didn't know in that and I was like oh my god usually I'm the guy that remembers everything everybody's name Mm -hmm. I'm the like trip I've like been sitting at a bar and somehow got in a conversation with, with them and then they were like trying to stump me in sports trivia. Like I remember too much about uh-huh. insignificant things and then I get a podcast and I can't remember a goddamn thing.
1: No, it can be tough um, like under the
0: pressure of podcasting. You're like, yeah. I have to say this right yeah, now. Yeah, everybody's listening. Um, So the thing about that movie, it's very stupid. Sounds great. Um, But like I said, it's the exact same plot other than he doesn't go with a group of friends. He meets up with a girl that... Like Reese Witherspoon is a stripper at the okay, uh, that's what she does, um, and she convinces him to write this like mean letter and they send it off okay, and then he's like, oh no, I was wrong. She's not cheating on me. I like, I overheard something that was you know it was like she I because I the plots are so similar to Road Trip uh-huh. that like I think she's the girlfriend is dog sitting and she's talking to the dog but that might be road trip i don't remember no in in road trip he accidentally
1: sends a tape of himself having sex with someone else right but
0: he does it because he thinks she's doesn't he think she's cheating on him or does he not think so i don't know he but he gets seduced
1: and yeah. he sends it to her and he wants to intercept it but i think it turns out that she is, is also cheating. yeah on him. so
0: in this it's it's very similar he's trying to intercept it and um but he's with reese witherspoon and there's all kinds of hijinks and cool but he is so funny in that movie. And it was like, wait, who is this guy? This guy that was like the not funny part of Clueless. The like Oh yeah, he was like the romantic, like, I'm a serious, like yeah, law student guy. And it it doesn't fit in the like they, you know, because um it's what is that? It's Emma. It's Jane Austen's yeah, Emma yeah. translated into a modern day setting. And I think maybe in the original book it's probably set up better but I always felt like it was really ham-handed the way that they, the fall main character and Paul Rudd fall in love in, in uh, Clueless. And gross because yeah, they're, they're step-siblings step or something. Step-siblings. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things about it. Um, So I always had this like negative impression of him like, that guy oh, sucks. Oh, okay. Because um, he's like not, it, I mean Paul Rudd is kind of a silly, he like yeah. does a lot of silly stuff. This movie, I mean he has some moments that are like amazing of just like crazy goofy like out of left field now they won't seem as weird because you you see a lot of them in his later work yeah but this is before i knew that that guy could do anything and i was like who is this guy he's so funny and like i loved reese witherspoon i like fell in love with her um yeah she's super adorable and it's like a really cute but very dumb, very dumb. okay. Like I, I
1: am cool. into it. That sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah, and um, I actually just watched a Paul Rudd movie that I hadn't seen before. It was Our Idiot Brother. Oh which yeah, I did not like really. But he's great in he it. He is really good in it. Like he has some really good line readings.
0: Yes, he's and really he's really great. I was just incredibly bored by it, and um, yeah. I guess it the plot isn't real fantastic.
1: Yeah, and Zoe De Chanel plays a lesbian who's with um uh, Rashida Jones. Uh-huh. And this is just something that bothers me about like LGBT representation in movies. Yeah. Because in indie movies, lesbians only sleep with men. Because she cheats on Rashida Jones with uh Hugh Dancy. Oh. And it's like great okay and like i mean not to spoil every lesbian movie i guess but like and the kids are all right that's pretty much julianne moore sleeping with mark ruffalo yeah and it's like this is not how lesbians work i know and that just kind of i I feel like it's like enjoy the
0: movie after that i feel like what happens is they're like let's make a movie and have lesbians and then after a while you know notes and notes and notes happen and someone's like America can't relate to lesbians have them have some straight sex so that Yeah. Like or why why do they cheat on women with men? They should cheat on women with other women. That's how it works. Yeah. Like, like if they're going to cheat but it, I
1: in in fairness they do say like oh, Chanel's character is bisexual or whatever but yeah. this is a trope that I've noticed in a lot of yeah. different things like in lesbian relationships and movies they don't even kiss but you watch them yep. like go full out with a dude and it's yep. like that th- like lesbians are not for y- straight men no. to enjoy. That's not the point anyway wow. sorry i got distracted i'm gonna talk about my number four do you think
0: that maybe their hollywood is run by straight men in a lot of ways that, maybe that doesn't make sense to <laughs> me um
1: my number four yeah um his <laughs> is one that i i love to uh pull out of thin air because it's a surprising choice uh-huh but it's bride of chucky oh boy it's the fourth movie in the Shocking. child's play
0: series. Shocking.
1: It's the only horror movie on my list. Yeah. But I genuinely, it's genuinely one of my like top 20. Still
0: 20% of your list is horror movies. It's true. And we're doing road trips.
1: No, <laughs> it's, I genuinely think it's one of the like top 20 horror movies ever. Really? Like, okay. yeah. Because it's, um, Bride of Chucky is obviously it's the fourth Chucky sequel or fourth Chucky movie, it, it uh-huh. it's the first one to introduce uh, Jennifer Tilly into the oh cast. Boy. Do you not like her? I'm go ahead. I think it's her most perfect role that she yeah. has played, and um, so she plays the bride of Chucky, and she's this kind of like serial killer obsessed woman who is dating this like budding serial killer who just sucks, mm-hmm. and um, so I don't know. Anyway, does she? It's basically they need to get to these amulets to like put their bodies back into whatever. So they hijack this uh, road trip of this eloping teenage couple, one of whom is played by Katherine Heigl. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, it's this road movie with murder and dolls and like really gross. There's like a doll sex scene. It's like, it's, it's again, very sophomoric in the humor, yeah. but it's a scream esque, like meta horror movie. Oh, okay. It's really funny. It's also this like grand like gothic romance as they're traveling across America. Okay, it's really weird and twisted, but I really enjoy it. Of course, it's really fun. Okay, Catherine Heigl's in it. Not yeah. that like she's a draw necessarily, but it's fun to see her slumming it. Uh huh. Um. All right.
0: right. Okay. My next one is planes, trains, and automobiles.
1: Do they use all of those as part of the road trip? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I've, why it's called that. Have you not seen this movie? You know what? I've seen... <sighs> because
1: that's the same... It's the same cast as Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, right? No. No, it's not? But it's Steve Martin. It's Steve Martin. Okay. And, uh, nobody else. Okay, because <laughs> I guess I confuse them together. I think I've seen like 20 minutes of Planes, okay. Trains, and so, Automobiles. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, John Candy and Michael Caine are easy to get mixed up. What? Michael Caine? <laughs> Yeah, that's who's in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Scoundrels. He's what? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: been a very long time since I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. I was a kid uh-huh. um, and my dad showed it to me, so I don't think I knew who Michael Caine was at, the, at yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Yeah, he's the co-lead. Okay, good for him. It was like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I can't do his They excerpt. don't ever say that that. <laughs> It's not like the dialogue. The dialogue of the movie. I'm Michael Caine, and I'm a dirty, rotten scoundrel. (laughs) Yes, that's what he says in the movie at one point. Yes,
1: Ruprecht, you're (laughs) a dirty, rotten scoundrel. Oh my god!
0: Why do we fall, Master Bruce? (laughs) Okay. Oh my god, that was amazing. Um, Yeah, so planes, trains, and automobiles. It's in the poster. Okay, it's uh, about sitting on a bench uh probably they sit on a bench that's what it's about it's actually they just <laughs> sit on a bench talking about planes trains and automobiles it's like and that's it <laughs> my mother always said life is like a plane train and automobile <laughs> exactly okay sorry I, you nailed it tell me about this i move. don't need to you just said the whole plot of the okay, movie you're right. <laughs> everybody knows i don't want to spoil anything else okay great it's it's forrest gump. <laughs> yeah. With two guys. <laughs> uh no, it's a, the plot of the movie is a guy's trying to get home for, I believe, Thanksgiving. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's like due date with Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr. Sure. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh and what happens is their plane something happens with their plane and and Josh. So they Candy. get on the train? Yeah. Well, it starts out like their enemies. From the get go, because okay. John Candy steals Steve Martin's taxi or something. Oh, oh, that's
1: okay. That's fun. And I like then that. then so
0: They end up like next to each other on the plane. And Steve Martin's like, oh man, this guy again. And then they end up having to get a hotel room together and rent a car together and like. Oh, that actually and, sounds like, really good. It is. It's very. It's very funny. Um, and there's a very famous scene. <laughs> oh, I wish you knew it. Um. There is they, a they, involved. No, they have to share a bed in the hotel. You know, of course they have to oh, share a bed. Oh, is it? Is it? My your hands hand? between two yes, pillows yes, or yes. something? I, you've either talked about it or I've seen that scene. Yeah. I think I got it from you, yeah. but I know what you're talking about. Those aren't pillows. Ah. Um, which I was thinking about, and I was like, "Oh man, is that like homophobic?" And then I was like, "No, because even if it was, uh, to like, w- no matter who it was." If it's people that aren't romantically involved, and one of them's got his hand between two pillows, yeah, that's not that's, gonna be okay. No, it's not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if in a couple that would be okay. No, <laughs> uh, you know,
1: it really depends on your uh, prenuptial agreement yeah. and. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: anyway.
1: no, that's totally fine. I remember that scene though. That's that's a good one.
0: That's a good one. And um, there's another great scene where they're driving down the road, and they, and someone pulls up alongside them and says you're going the wrong way. Okay. And they turn to each other and they're like, "What? What do they mean? We're going they don't know where we're going?" They're like, "Okay, thanks." And the car keeps going and okay. what they don't realize is they're on like an interstate where there's a like a divider in the like a where they have like like grass in the middle between Okay. northbound and southbound or whatever. So they're on the Oh. southbound driving northbound and they don't realize it and then two trucks come. No. And it's one of the funniest like over-the-top things they go right between the two trucks and there's like sparks and stuff and <laughs> steve martin looks over at john candy and john candy is turned into the devil and he's like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and john candy looks at steve martin and he's a skeleton and it's like so biz- <laughs> it's so bizarre <laughs> like it's okay. so it's so absurdist like in the middle of you know like not a serious movie but not like the most absurd movie yeah in the world. Um, yeah, uh, there's some reasonably realistic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very, very funny and like some really hard belly laughs in that movie. Cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, my number three is I think the one that has the most chance of also being on your list. Okay. In its Little Miss Sunshine. It's my number. It's
0: third on my list
1: as well. Hey. Okay. Great. So we can just talk about Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Um, that movie's great. It is great. It's so funny. Like it's it's very low key. Yeah. Um. But it's got a great cast. Um, well, I don't know. What do you want to say about it?
0: Um, I feel like there's so many movies that have since tried to be Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, like the kind of like indie Sundance, like wacky. Well, yeah, and it's like it's an indie movie, and all the characters have these really specific problems, but they're kind of realistic. And like, uh-huh. But like you, I mean, the character of the grandfather, Alan Arkin, is the oh, grandfather. Oh, Yeah you know, the like swearing drug doing like that thing. I feel like those kinds, and you know, Steve Carell is the guy I just checked out of the in- mental institution. Oh yeah. He's, and,
1: he's the one I remember like first and foremost thinking about that movie. Yeah. The I way mean, he runs. Yes. Yes. such a physical, yeah. hilarious performance.
0: Yeah. He's, he's really good in that movie. He's yeah. On a lot of different levels. Um, like the sadness that he has where it doesn't, it, it's not overdone. He's just sad. Um, and you know, it's his characters in a bad place. And, um, and then, uh, well, you've got that, you've got the little girl that wants to be little miss sunshine. You've got the dad that like, the, is, like
1: the, the motivational speaker yeah, who the, is the, a the, failure. Who's
0: terrible at it. And his, I mean his, that's one of those things as you're watching it, you don't, You're not really sure if you're supposed to realize that it's a terrible idea. Yeah. But boy, is it bad. Um, What is it? What's his thing? It's like something about winning or. Yeah. Talk like a winner. Be a winner. Like it's one of those. Yeah. And Tony Collette. Of course. Of course. Who we love. Who I love. Yeah.
1: We all. Everybody loves Tony Collette. That should. Yeah.
0: Paul Dano is the kid. Yeah. Paul Dano is the guy who wants to be in the Air Force and has pledged not to talk. talk. until. Yeah, he can join or whatever. I mean, there's all these quirk. You know, it's like, oh, we put this quirky family together. No, I just feel like that. that there's that's been a, a that's lot a trope of trope
1: that's kind of annoying now.
0: Almost. I I don't know. I mean, I can't think of any specific examples, but I've just I feel like I've seen things where I'm like, oh, look, it's Little Miss Sunshine again. Um, oh, I just thought of it. Really or like a
1: like a like a Captain Fantastic.
0: Yeah, that's the one with Viggo Mortensen who
1: raises his family out in the woods or whatever. Yeah everything's kind of yellow looking.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, did you have anything you wanted to say about it um, other than
1: I just think it's like I was what you're saying. Like it's quirky but it's low key enough that it doesn't seem too wacky. Mhm. And the third act is just so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, with Steve Carell running to the sign up booth and the eventual like reveal of her performance. Mhm. And like, that's the movie that put Abigail Breslin on the map and she yeah. was huge for a long time. Yeah. And she's back now. And is she, yeah, she's, she was on that show, scream Queens. Okay. Um, she, she did a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, she, well, she's, she's back as much as she can be. Mm-hmm. She's okay.
0: Um, sorry, what were you saying? I, I, uh, I don't think I was, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really great. Um, The, yeah, the, you said the reveal of her choreography and what she's doing at the end, her talent performance is so absurd, um, and, and brilliant. Uh, and then, you know, with the whole family getting up there with her at the end yeah, and and just saying, you know, it's weird though. I mean, there's parts of it. It's like, I, I, it's almost, it's something I think I need to watch again and see how many of the things are that like I was a little bit heartbroken for her that she wasn't going to win. And I was a little uh-huh. bit heartbroken for, uh, Greg Kinnear that his thing was a failure. Mm-hmm. And cause I, I think I just generally root for people to have success in movies. And I think I, you know, if you watch it, everybody's so Terrible. awful Everybody's so awful at the, um, at the pageant that it's like, why would you want her to win? You don't want her to win. You don't want to be like that. She's this great little kid. So, um, Yeah, yeah,
1: and um, just that movie's so bittersweet. Like, there's so much sadness Mm -hmm. in it, and it's so funny at the same time. It's 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 such a tightrope act of tone, Mm -hmm. and it's just really fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way that kid—I swear—that kid got more laughs just on the on the way she was dressed. Yeah, the way they dress her with the glasses and the goofy little outfits the like yeah she dresses and you know the scene where they leave her in the diner oh yeah you know and like there's such a it's a little bit sad but it's such a big laugh when you see her standing there all by herself because she looks so (laughs) silly like that it's so brilliant because you know like yes she wasn't like a beauty queen looking kid but she's cute little kid yeah but they really um What did I say? I said another. They goofballed her up. Yeah, they unglammed. Yeah, so she look. She. It's just great. What a great, what a great movie. Yeah, and Steve Carell can do almost no wrong by me. I love him and everything. Oh yeah, he's a master.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Moving right along. Okay. My number two movie is the Muppet movie. Oh, good one from 1979. Good. Cause that is. Kermit's in his little swamp singing a beautiful song, uh-huh. um, The Rainbow Connection, and a Hollywood agent just kind of happens by and is like, You should, <laughs> in a little rowboat. Yeah. And he's like, You should go to Hollywood and like make your dreams come true. Yeah. And so he does. Kermit gets a little car and he picks up all his Muppet friends along the way. Like they meet for the first time. There's yeah. a lot of origin stories. Yes. Um, and it's just like this blissful little bucolic. Travelog through America with the Muppets. Yep, and there's only one sour note in it, and it's um the band Electric Mayhem. They have a song that's total nonsense and really bad. Which one? Um, I don't even remember. It's like, it's okay, so, it doesn't matter. Not um, Manamana, right? No, no, right no. Right electric
0: on. Mayhem. That's uh,
1: no, um, that? yeah, that's that's like nothing. That's like some weird little character who doesn't really have yeah. anything going on. Um, but it's called like, get into the rhythm, or just something yeah. really generic, yeah. and it's
0: terrible. Yeah, and it lasts too long. Yes, but um, almost everything with that particular group of characters to me lasts too long. With just the so Muppets, uh, or with oh, with the band, the band. Oh, I agree. I hate the band, except for Animal. Right, and I think that's how everybody feels. And it's almost like how do we, how do we separate the band and Animal when his whole thing is about he he plays drums loud? Yeah, but. In every you know, the there's like the spacey girl and Oh yeah, her name is Mm. Oh, I know it.
1: They're all named after like other like bands. Like one of the guys, his name is Floyd Pepper, like Mm -hmm. Pink Floyd and Sergeant Pepper. Okay. And Doctor Teeth.
0: Yeah. And Zoot. Mm
1: -hmm. And she I think she's Janice. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Janice,
0: like Janice Joblin. But it's like I don't know, I feel like it's a joke that has never landed. Like at the least way that they not are, not since the seventies. I don't know that it landed in the seventies, honestly. Yeah. I feel like I feel like they've been there the whole time and it's like uh when we did Thurber Carnival and I was like, I'm gonna make this this scene work. I've done uh-huh. it twice and neither time this scene worked, we're gonna make it work. Nope, it just doesn't work. Like that I just feel like for forty years they've been like, We're gonna get the band to be Yeah. Fun. And they're not. And I mean and it's
1: definitely the element that has aged the worst. Yeah. Out of all the movies. Oh
0: look at that. Hey,
1: speaking of Steve Carell. Yeah. um, Yeah, their song is called Can You Picture That? Oh. And I could not remember that because it makes no sense. Yep. And it's terrible. But anyway, sorry, the movie's great. Yeah, the movie is great. Um, Like, look, you've got Rainbow Connection, which is one of the best songs ever written. Mm -hmm. Um, You got Gonzo's song that he sings in the desert. Um, mm-hmm. Like, this looks familiar. Right. Vaguely. I think I already sang that on yeah, the show. Yeah, it's your before. second time singing it. Uh, I will do it every time. <laughs> All right. Let's To make remind it
0: people of right. why the Muppet movie is so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Now I'm confused because the last time we were talking about the Muppets, you said when you saw the new Muppet movie uh-huh. that you hadn't seen the original. That's correct. So I either I'm remembering someone else or you lied to me. When it came out, when the new Muppet movie came out, I remember you being like, oh, I'm a huge Muppet fan, and I really liked it. No, um, that was actually my first exposure to the Muppets. Okay, that so movie. that's what I'm wondering is who then told me they were a big Muppets fan because I thought it was you. I mean, I am. Right. You are now, but at that time. Well, like who back in the day told you yeah, that? Yeah, like when that movie came out, somebody's review started with, I love the Muppets, so I loved it. Like, Oh, okay. That was not me. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I thought it was you. I think it was. I think you just tried to sound cooler than you were at the time, which is Uh, very much like you. You try to sound like you know stuff when you don't. Uh, Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) Michael (laughs) 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 Um,
1: That's one of the best things that's ever happened. Whatever. But anyway, Muppet Movie is just like a super great Mm -hmm. movie and it's fun. It's not not my favorite of the Muppet collection, Mm -hmm. but it's a great road trip movie. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, Steve Martin's in it, so he's in like half of our list. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: Um. so me next? Yes, your, yeah, your fourth entry.
0: Okay, because as we were talking, I thought of another one. Oh, okay. But I can just mention it. Sure, I'm going to mention some other movies yeah. in too, that aren't okay, like great. <laughs> yeah, Um. so I don't know if you can make this list without – vacation the original yeah national lampoon yeah um as a whole i don't know how well it holds up i, I with all those movies i always think like there's big slow parts yeah and, where the comedy is lost on me like the whole the the visiting randy Quaid <laughs> family thing i'm like oh like it's yes they're weird but i get it like uh-huh um but for me, the iconic moment, and it's probably different for everyone, but for me, the moment is when they drive off the end of the road and, like, jump the car and crash. Oh, yeah. And then um, Clark decides to have a man-to-man talk with Rusty. Okay. And for me, it was like watching my father and I on screen. <laughs> because in the scene, the things that happens. Uh, the stuff that makes me laugh. First of all, Rusty's next to him and he goes, Rusty! And he calls for him and Rusty's like, yeah, dad. He's like, oh. <laughs> my dad did that to me constantly. When I was a teenager, <laughs> he'd always yell for me in some other part of the house and I'd be right, you know, he'd be in the kitchen, which is like where my kitchen is now. Uh-huh. And we even had like a little opening like that, but he just wouldn't see me. So he'd call. Oh, and man. And be like, yeah? That, ha- know, that happens to me, too.
1: Yeah. Like, if, if I'm on the couch, it's like I'm invisible. Right. It's like I have put on camouflage. Yeah. So my parents are like, my parents, well, so my mom has taken to texting me sometimes oh, in case it. I'm asleep or something. Uh-huh. And so I'll get a text saying, hey, Brennan.
0: And I turn around, and I'm like, mom, what? She's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that part. And then um, Clark's glasses get broken in the crash but he tries to make them work and he puts them okay. on and they fall off one side at a time <laughs> in this grit where he doesn't acknowledge it at all. And one side falls off and is like dangling off his ear and then falls. And then the other side falls off and is dangling off his ear and then falls off. And um, wh- where my dad is doesn't have this problem now, but when I was a teenager, he always had, he'd buy the cheap uh, reading glasses at like Walgreens or whatever. Uh-huh. And he'd have a million of them. And they'd all be broken all the time. (laughs) And so he'd put them on and they'd you know, and he'd be like wrestling with them just like that. Like they'd Uh be kind of dangling off his face. So it just was like this great, I love that. It's such a dad thing. Now that I'm a dad, I'm like, oh man, Mm -hmm. I'm so going to be like that at times. And so
1: like they, they captured something like honest and true about like how family
0: and fatherhood Yeah. And just like he has this talk with him and he's like, we're going to share a beer and he shares the beer with him. But he gives the whole, he gives the beer to Rusty and he starts talking. And Rusty chugs the whole thing <laughs> and then passes it back to him empty. And he's like, uh, mm. like I, there's a lot of really, I just love that scene in particular. The rest of it, you know, there's funny parts, but it's always like, who would do that? You know, it's yeah, like and that is like, I, I road trip movies have so many
1: different things happen that there's, I think always a dud scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or two. And the thing where like the grandma dies and they just like leave her, But, there's a lot of stuff like that <laughs> where I'm like, oh,
1: yeah. Somebody
0: always dies on those damn road trip movies. That's true. Bride of Chucky, especially. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but that's a that's a classic. Another John Candy movie. Whatever. Not Michael Caine. <laughs> <Kane. laughs> what?
1: I did love him in Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Though. Um. Anyway, my number one. This is the. I fudged this one a little bit. Um, it's a tie. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, the the best place to do it is at the number one slot. Okay, yeah. Um, but these two movies are too inextricably linked. Well, basically because one is a ripoff of the other one. Oh, okay. Um, it's the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Uh
0: huh. And, and then
1: wait, Two Wong Fu. Yeah. Uh Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah. Extravagantly long-titled drag queen road trip comedies. Yeah. Um. Very strange. Yeah, and they all star people who are very famous now or yes. were at the time even. Well
0: and the and Tu Wong Fu to us it was like look they took these super macho action stars yeah. and put them in drag and now if you look back at Priscilla yep. all the guys in there well uh, two of them who I didn't know anything about are are of, now famous. They're like action stars.
1: Yeah Hugo Weaving Guy Pearce and Terrence Stamp yeah. are Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Yeah. And Tu Wong Fu it's Wesley Snipes Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. and John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Johnny Legs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who is great. I love John Leguizamo. Yeah, he's really great. Um but both of those movies are very much about drag in this way that's like extremely over the top and fun and and full of musical numbers yeah. and just like flamboyant but it's also like kind of l- Almost low key character studies at the same time. Two yeah. Wong Fu not as much. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's about them like st- getting their car break down in this small town, and they kind of like teach the small town women how to be yeah. themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a tackier uh, plot, but I do really enjoy that movie mm-hmm. still. I, I think my favorite thing about Tu Wong Fu is that all the drag characters aren't defined by their sexuality or Mm. their proclivities or however, they're not defined by being drag queens. They Mm -hmm. each have their own character and their own goals. Yeah. And I just think that's some, I don't know how that movie got created in the late 90s and how we haven't had something like it since then. Um, What's weird
0: is I heard an interview before that movie came out and it was like, Jean-Claude Van Damme or someone someone uh-huh. that was big because action was everything in the 90s. Yeah. What comic book movies are now just dumb action movies were in the late 90s. Uh-huh. And he was saying, "I'm trying to get I want to do a movie where we all dress up as women." Okay. Right? And I think that's where it came from, but they may have had to like switch the stars as it went along, but it was very much like, "Look at these big macho men." Uh-huh. Where women. like that
1: was the joke. Yeah. But in this in Two Wong Fu I generally genuinely think that like it's just them showing what range they have as actors. Yeah.
0: Like I think they're all very good. Yeah, I don't know that I've seen either of those movies like all the way through. I think they're like ones I caught moments of on uh-huh. HBO or if I try I think I tried to watch Priscilla Heart like longer. Like I I was like I'm going to stick with this and it, I think I came into it too late, or I was having tr- struggling with the accents sometimes. Uh-huh. That can be hard sometimes. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God, I'm missing so much. I'm missing so much. Or, you know, I just wasn't in the right mood for it. But
1: Yeah, um, that one's it's it's low-key, like mm-hmm. Little Miss Sunshine at mm-hmm. times, where it's just kind of like, we're traveling through the desert, and yeah. we're just having these character moments. Yeah. And then singing Dancing Queen, and it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. yeah. They might be responsible for ABBA coming back, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's a wonderful thing, and I will hear nothing <laughs> against ABBA.
1: Dancing Queen, not their best single. but Doesn't matter. Uh,
0: that was the start of it. No, yeah. That right. was the start of it. I'm telling you, because right around then, I started my first year of college, and one of my friends in college was like, I'm obsessed with ABBA. And they we were like, what? And I was like, oh, you're so quirky. Like, You're the only one that you yeah. like ABBA. And then all of a sudden, it came back. And I feel like Priscilla s- may have sparked that, that song. Okay. And there's like, it came from somewhere. I don't know where, I mean the seventies made a little bit of a re a revival, but that was earlier in the nineties. And then ABBA came back real strong and then mama Mia happened. And I mean, Pierce Brosnan was there. <laughs>
1: I mean, okay. Mama Mia is terrible, but I also <laughs> really, really love it. Yeah. Um, but for personal reasons. Okay. Um, I have it's, uh, it's it's just like a happy memory. Good. But yeah. we don't got to talk about it. What's nope. your what's the last one on your list that you want to talk about?
0: Um the last one on my list uh is um again it's a tie, but it's not, Oh, okay. This is, and this isn't like my number 1 or anything. This was just a movie or a pair of movies that came up where they made one and it was a surprising success and they were like, "Well, just kind of do the same thing." Yeah, so it's Tommy Boy. Okay. And then the movie black sheep which is the unofficial sequel to tommy boy oh david spade and chris farley again and they're again on the road (laughs) (laughs) like and the tommy boy character i don't know what his name is in black sheep he might as well be tommy boy uh is trying to like make up instead of make it up to his dad it's like his older brother is a politician and he keeps screwing everything okay it's that that like premise. they
1: they probably couldn't get the rights somehow, but they wanted to make another one. Or they just were like Make some money.
0: Yeah. It was a cash oh wow, I'm having weird pains in my arm. Oh, um, that's not good. Okay. It's not a heart attack. It's different. It's the, the 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 wrong arm. Yeah. Um so uh now Tommy Boy is iconic. There's a lot of really famous scenes in it. Um that like people my age can quote Nobody remembers black sheep. Uh huh. Like In fact, I had to kind of check to make sure that the scene I'm remembering from Black Sheep, which is why I put it on the list, is in Tommy Boy or not. And it's not. It's from Black Sheep. Okay. But they, um, you know, Tommy Boy, it's like, that's going to leave a mark. And, you know. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of, you know, could have done without that. There's a bunch of, like, really funny um, moments in that movie. And uh, also Rob Lowe is in Tommy Boy. Oh, cool. again kind of because he was in Wayne's world and was really funny and that was right after because Rob Lowe had a bit of a scandal oh yeah and I his career that. disappeared and then he came back in Wayne's world and was like oh that was interesting um and then he's in Tommy boy and like he kept coming back in like comedies which he wasn't even though that's what he did early on he was always just the handsome guy in the comedy uh-huh. and he did sillier stuff Um, in Tommy boy. But then in black sheep, there's one scene that I think my friends and I, we were like in Mexico at a hotel and the scene came on and I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. They're like driving and a can of uh, a canister of nitrous pops. Okay. So there's like laughing gas coming into the car and they don't realize it. And and (laughs) their scene of being high is so freaking funny to me part of it david spade it's like he's trying to read the map and he's like oh this map is so heavy it's got all these robes <laughs> wait why can't i say that word raw ro- road ro- roads, ads why can't i say that word and he's just trying to say roads <laughs> for like a minute straight and it's to me and then and then uh Farley is like rouds <laughs> and, and they're just like and it's so dumb and then they get pulled over and the officer's like do you know how fast you're going And he's like well look at he does a bunch of Chris Farley stuff and he's like so I guess I'm probably 60 and the guy's like seven you're going seven miles an hour and he's like and usually when I pull someone over they pull over to the shoulder and it shows in are across the median <laughs> it's like a great it's but the rest of the movie is really dumb um is that wait is that one tommy that's boy, that's black, black sheep, sheep that that scene so it's like if you could put that scene in tommy boy <laughs> okay okay okay, right. okay yeah um but tommy boy is really funny and they're on a road trip doing sales and it's very sweet like it it really that's i feel like that shows that movie is like that's why it, the chris farley dying so young is that movie is like oh okay there's the that's the tragedy because he had he he was really good He's really good in that movie. It's you know, it's a dumb plot. Yeah, but I'm I'm one of those people. I can enjoy a movie with a dumb plot as long as as long as it's fun. Yeah, it wasn't trying to win an Oscar. Yeah, like um, it is weird because that is right around the same time as like the original Adam Sandler movies, and there was a bunch of those SNL movies where it wasn't a character from SNL, but it was people from SNL kind of having a chance to make a movie. Yeah, and people say. They're like, I like Adam Sandler's early movies, not as later. And I'm like, they're all the same. <laughs> all of his movies are exactly the same. You're just older now, so it's not appealing to you. And when you were in high school, you liked Happy Gilmore and uh and uh, Billy Madison. Because Madison. those two movies, they're really dumb, but they're funny. But, like, he, nothing changed about the way he makes movies. They're still the same. It's just... It was new mm-hmm. then. Yeah. It's all perception. Now it, mm-hmm. Like if somebody na- – I'm sure kids that watch Adam Sandler movies now that haven't seen the old ones are like, oh, he's so funny. You know, whatever it is. Someone must. He's yeah. making a lot of money still. He's making a lot of movies. Netflix signed him to something. Where yeah. He's making a whole bunch of movies. And Well, he's very awesome.
1: popular in like foreign markets apparently. Is he
0: really? Yeah. Because you don't need to know what he's saying to – No, because he's walking like a duck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I I really like Adam Sandler, so I shouldn't be crapping on him. But but that time in like SNL comedies, they went through this period where they kept they were just re they were just turning everything that was a, a famous sketch into a movie uh-huh. after Wayne's World. They made Wayne's World, and it was like, well, that worked, so let's make the Coneheads movie. Oh yeah, and the, like Ooh. superstar, right? And um, yeah, Pat got a movie. Yeah, everybody, every character that was iconic, the Ladies Man. Really? Yeah, which I kind of like that movie okay (laughs) I really like that character I liked the movie even more than I like the sketches actually that movie's real dumb though Um, but uh, yeah there's a bunch of there's a bunch of movies like that where they they were and then but then some of them just made movies that weren't SNL movies it was SNL people but they weren't like here let's take a five minute sketch that's only funny for 30 seconds Uh and turn it into a movie that's only funny for 30 seconds Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even like the Conehead sketch. I, uh, but that's before my time, I guess. I've never thought it was funny. I was always like, "What is this?" Yeah, that never appealed to me. That yeah. one didn't. Um.
1: Yeah, I guess it's the end of our list. But what what was the one that you wrote down? That you wanted to mention? Um,
0: "Away We Go." I feel like I. So it's it's right around the same time. I think it came out a little bit after "Little Miss Sunshine." I'm not positive. Okay. Um. Maybe maybe later than I'm thinking, but it's John Krasinski and damn it. Another name (laughs) just popped out of my head because the wrong name pops in. That's what happens. Okay. It's not Rashida Jones. It's somebody else, but Rashida Jones's name popped in and now I can't get rid of that. It's, she was also, she was on SNL. Drew Barrymore? No, No. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, who's nothing like Rashida Jones, but John Krasinski played opposite them in two different things. Yes. (laughs) The Office and this movie. Um, she gets pregnant and they decide they want to figure out where they want to live. Oh, I've seen this poster. It's a very good poster. It's a good poster. Okay, it's a really this. good movie. Um, it's not as much, a, I, I think it's one that suffered from a uh, bad ad, ad campaign. Uh huh. Nobody really knew what it was. They were like, well, Little Miss Sunshine worked. This is kind of like that. So the ad is like John Krasinski falling and oh. um, like all this silly stuff. And then it's like a very, it's like a slow paced, not dramedy, but whatever the, like a drama. A <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it's more comedy than drama, but it's, 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 it's got that bittersweet, like there's other yeah, things going on. Yeah. They're, they're dealing with their own stuff and they're young people trying to start a life and they kind of don't and it i don't know it's it's very i think it's very interesting to see because i think it's a big thing in the world now is like where where do you go to start a life everybody's yeah. going to the cities and that doesn't always make sense and um i don't know they end up in a really i it's just it's a really cool movie i really liked it and i think boy were they great together um i love john Krasinski and maya rudolph yeah. And I w- there's not a couple I would imagine, I guess, but no. I like both of them. Yeah, and um yeah, he like, you know, to prove that it was an indie comedy, he grew a beard and had um like hipster hipster glasses. I'm into that. Yeah. Um but he's really good in it. I mean, it's just really good. It's it's I saw it so long ago that now I'm like I can't even remember details, but I when I was saying like, oh, after Little Miss Sunshine, a bunch of movies came out like that. And that's and one of them. That's one of them, but it wasn't at all like Little Miss Sunshine. It just was, it was packaged like yeah, it. Yeah, they, they really tried.
1: Yeah, and it, it's got a solid crew. I'm looking at the IMDb page. It was directed by Sam Mendes. Yeah. Uh, American Beauty and the James Bonds. Mm-hmm. And it was co-written by Dave Eggers, who did The Circle mm-hmm. and um, what, what? A Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius. That was him.
0: Mm, I do not know that. Um, yeah, there's also like, there's a lot of people in it. I mean, Allison Janney's in it. Um, and Catherine O'Hara and Jeff, Dan- like all these people show up. But like people that at the time, I didn't know who they were. Um, Oh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it think he plays her she plays his sister oh and she's like a ridiculous hippie parent okay and it's like intimidating what a hippie she is like she's like here's our bed and it's like the whole room and <laughs> she's like we have the whole family sleep together it's like, oh and then um there's things like that but there's a lot of yeah chris messina who um was on is she, he's on the mindy project oh okay and he was he's really good in it um like a lot of people that went on to do other stuff. Paul Schneider, who um he was on the yeah, first was, couple seasons of yeah, yeah, Park, yeah. Parks and Rec. Um, it's like it's like a lot of people where I saw them later and I went, wait, wait, why do I know that? Oh, it's from this random indie movie that I cool. saw. Really strong cast. Really just really good. I recommend it.
1: That that one sounds good. I I do remember it you jogged some memories in me looking at that poster. I was like, Oh yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. Um yeah, other – I kind of wrote down some road trip movies mm-hmm. um, that I don't necessarily like, but I just wanted to talk about really quick. Yeah. Um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is a road mm. trip movie. That one's built entirely around cameos, and that's why it's any good. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, I – it's not good,
0: but – Yeah. I – That's a, uh, it's t- I have a complicated relationship with Kevin Smith.
1: N- me too. I don't – I don't like – I don't think a single one of his movies that I've seen. Yeah, but *Jay and Silent Bob* is the best because it's built around a lot of just people being wacky and kind of playing off their star personas. Uh huh.
0: I saw. I mean, I was old enough. I wasn't old enough, but I saw *Clerks* when it came out with uh, my mom. Yeah. Uh, in our little art house cinema in our hometown, and it was that was really good. Um, but like for an independent movie that like came out of nowhere. It was like very different. You'd never heard people on screen talk like that. He did it in black and white and that was weird. Yeah, Um, It was a lot of cool stuff. I don't know, my thing is I don't feel like he ever grew as an artist. The thing is I really love him. Oh yeah, Oh, we've talked about this. I think he's so cool and like his whole thing, he's very self-aware and he's like yeah, I just make stuff that I like. And if you like it, that's cool. And he keeps figuring out a way to keep going. So I'm like, it doesn't appeal to me. Like his movies in particular don't appeal to me, but I'm okay with that. Okay, like, you I, I don't. Like UBU. Dis- yeah, I don't dislike him. I just always, I'm always like, oh, uh, like, chasing Amy uh-huh. was kind of his biggest thing because it went Clerks and then Mallrats, which was like a disaster. Actually, I loved Mallrats. Mallrats is my favorite one of his movies. I've heard it's good. I've not seen that one. It to me is the one that I I just it was it's silly and there's a lot of silliness in it. Yeah. And I felt like but chasing Amy your lesbian thing from earlier yep. that's what happens that's the plot is she's a lesbian and then she falls in love with Ben Affleck.
1: Yep. I mean who wouldn't fall
0: in love um, with Ben?
1: Well, no. Right.
0: Um, um well and um it the ending is so weird. It's so it like it just, it needed something else. And like this guy gives us Jason, what's his name? Jason Lee gives a speech about, Oh yeah. He's like, we should all just sleep together. That's his. And I'm like, Oh God, this movie. Like, I just remember sitting there being like totally into it for a long time. And then it got to the end and I was like, I'm out, I'm out now. I'm out. Like, uh, and, and, but that was his big thing. And then he did dogma, which I have a hard time with, um, in some ways. Uh, uh, mostly anyway um <laughs> yeah i i love the characters of jay and silent bob they're the best part of clerks and they're the best part of of mall rats like jay and silent bob are yeah hilarious. jay muse jason muse is i mean he's playing himself and that character is so great especially in clerks um because boy that movie's slow but he's electric as that guy but building a whole movie around him didn't quite work <laughs> no not so much so uh, yeah but speaking mark hamill is in
1: it that's cool he never gets work other than star wars oh, stuff yeah. he's he's been he's been coming up again i mean he's been doing doing the joker on the batman cartoon yeah but
0: he like and, yeah no he does a lot of voice work but it was kind of cool to see him in something yeah but kevin smith just cast him in it because he's a star wars nerd so what but,
1: but, but i yeah. didn't know that yeah um yeah other speaking of building a movie about someone who does not need a movie built around them yeah Literally the night you and I decided we were gonna do road trip movies, uh-huh. Sergio and I watched Crossroads, which is a, a Britney, Britney Spears. Spears vehicle.
0: Um, <sighs> the cast is actually pretty crazy, right? Um, because a bunch of people that hadn't weren't big yet, and now yeah. they are huge. Yes, because the ahead.
1: the three main girls, it's Britney Spears. Yes, it's Zoe Saldana. Right, and it's Taryn Manning, who's in Orange Is the New Black. Yes, who I think is physically incapable of having. Good things happened to her to, to her yeah. on screen because she played a prostitute in Hustle and Flow. Yes, and um, I think she played.
0: She's in Orange is the New Black, which you know, not happy things. No. Uh, fun fact: I was just listening to okay. the cast of Orange and the New Black on another podcast, um, being interviewed, and she went to OSHA. Oh,
1: the Orange County High School of the Performing Arts or whatever. Yes, she. Whoa.
0: Yeah. Which is weird because she described it as going to Hollywood. Okay, I'm um, like I'm sometimes shocked how people that live down here will lump in Orange County with Hollywood, and I'm like well, it's really far away. It's really far away. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. but yeah, so we watched Crossroads. Okay. Um, the movie's one job is to convince me that Britney Spears is a good singer, mm. and it fails yeah. so miserably, like. Listening to Britney Spears music, it's like okay, yeah, whatever. But this movie is it. She's lip syncing to her singing along to a Madonna song on Mm -hmm. the radio. Yeah, and you're like, why are you lip syncing this like candid moment? Mm -hmm. And because she's like open mm. your heart to mm. me and it's like oh this is this trying so hard and yeah. she's playing this like pure virginal oh, God, country so girl and there's literally there's this the song over the end credits is an actual like britney song it's all like sexy and trying to push the envelope that's mm-hmm. the best song in the movie which one is that i have no idea because i know that the song that came out of that movie is not a girl not yet yes. a woman what the hell? Which, oh man, that movie—it was pretty fun. We, uh, Sergio and I had fun pointing out continuity errors. Yeah, there's a part where Taron Manning has a pink toothbrush behind her ear, and it's very conspicuous, and it just keeps vanishing. <laughs> um, anyway, it was—it was fun. Um, I'm
0: wait, what year is that?
1: 2002. Oh, and Dan Aykroyd played her dad. Okay. And Kim Cattrall played her mom for like 40 seconds.
0: You know how we talked about like career arcs. Uh-huh. I really want to, I'm trying to place that in her career arc. Like, I think she got big around like late
1: nineties. Yes. It's
0: late nineties, but it's more like, okay, so this movie came out. How much later did, did everything fall apart? Because I feel, feel like, like this was her at her peak. Uh-huh. I think 2008 was her crisis. Okay.
1: Really? Like shaving her head, hitting stuff. With that was 2008. Like 2006, 2008? I can't somewhere remember in the that. I can't place
0: pop culture things on my personal timeline anymore. <laughs> it's weird because like um, part of it was, you know, like when you remember a song, you uh-huh. can like remember what year it came out in high school or Yeah, whatever, you know, like, or like Britney Spears. I'm like, oh, I know she came out when I was like, uh, what's her big song? Hit Me Baby One More Time. Oops, yeah. I did it again. Oops, I did it again. Yeah, no. yeah. Both of What's those. the first one? Um. Oops, I Did It Again. I think
1: it's Hit Me Baby One More Time
0: was the big
1: yeah. first one. And then Oops, I Did It Again it was like the next album, I
0: think. Yeah. Um, so that came out when I was like working at camp and okay, we were so really you... uncomfortable about th- what she was saying in all of her songs because it was always like, like, oh, baby, baby, the reason the reason I breathe is you. Oh, like, yeah. That's not a good n- version of femininity to teach to young no. girls. Although
1: she does have a song on that first album called email my heart <laughs> cool which is cool.
0: wonderful yeah I bet it is <laughs> but like I'm it's just it's kind of like where was crossroads in there I feel like it was when she got she hit a point where I remember being like whoa she is a star like she isn't just like a kid anymore and she's, uh-huh. she's like, not a girl she's yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like she I think she did an episode of SNL and she took on all of the um kind of weird negative publicity she'd had about lip syncing and okay. maybe she'd had a breast enhancement surgery. Like there were things out there about her and in her opening monologue, like made fun of them. And I was like, Oh my God, that's cool. This girl's going to like, this is going to be great. Like she's going to have a great career. And then all of a sudden it was like, she ran off and married some guy in Las Vegas and then got it annulled, and then married the backup dancer guy. And then, and, and it just was like the downward spiral so, I'm like, where was Crossroads in that career arc? Okay. And, you know, when was the SNL
1: appearance? Um, in Crossroads? Yeah. She was between her third and fourth albums. Okay. Um, so, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Oops, I Did It Again. Then, Brittany came yeah. out. Uh, what what the hell's even on that? I'm a Slave for You. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm Not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman. I Love Rock and Roll. Like yeah. So, I that guess was... the movie was tied to that album. So, I think
0: that was... I think that's when I started seeing the downward trend. Yeah, like, I'm a slave for you. I was like, you're trying too hard, Brit Brit. Like, yeah, what's she's happening? trying. To, that's around the time
1: she was making out with Madonna at the MTV yes. movie or er, vi- music video awards. Yeah, and then the next album was Toxic, Oof. and like the kind her sort of decline, and then was the bad times, mm-hmm. and like Blackout came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. And that was the give me more, like her stumble comeback where she was trying to do it and it was just really bad. Oh, I don't know. Um, well, because it's like, give me, give me more, give me more. Oh, and yeah. she like opened some award show and uh, she was like stumbling around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like out of shape so she couldn't. Yeah. Hit all the, yeah.
0: I think she's doing pretty well now. She's
1: doing wonderful now. Her Good. her music, not my favorite. Well, she doesn't actually it's make music. No, Other yeah, of course not. Other people
0: write her music and then she sings into a thing and it changes her voice yeah exactly but
1: um no she's doing great i think she has a residency in vegas yeah. now and she's um doing great she was on a reality show as a judge for a minute oh, yeah and she's um,
0: i mean i just uh that but crossroads i felt like that was one of the first cracks probably where it was like what's happening <laughs> why are you making this movie yeah she was but 21 th- playing like a high school senior and yeah and well my theory is that Justin Timberlake is what caused that downward spiral. Could be. And, and I had someone, I know we had a theory that Justin Timberlake, like breaks women because, oh. because after her, like after they broke up, she went all crazy. And then after he and Cameron Diaz broke up, everything went, she Whoa. got all weird. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Hmm, I wonder if, wow. I wonder what he's got going on. I don't know. Yeah. And okay. And it's a, it's a theory with two pieces of
1: evidence, so it's not real strong. Not really. But I have one more movie I want to bring Do up. Do it. It's Magic Mike XXL, which mm-hmm. is the sequel to Magic Mike. Okay, I
0: have not seen it.
1: Uh, I don't know whether to recommend it or not okay. because it's
0: terrible.
1: Yeah. But it's one of the funniest, weirdest movies. Because yeah. it's literally like all the plot development and like actual drama of the first one. Uh-huh. That's gone. The main girl is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I'm looking at the cast list really quick. He's like, so he, it's like Magic Mike. Everything from the first movie no longer exists. Is mm-hmm. not with his girlfriend, so he has this new love interest who I believe is played by Amber Heard, um, who's just like pretty generic, mm-hmm. but she plays this really basic white girl who has like 96 bracelets on, and whenever mm-hmm. she moves, it sounds like a wind chime. <laughs> no and um, Jada Pinkett is in it as like the mistress of this male strip club for ladies. Okay. And she, it's like, so she's the Matthew McConaughey character.
0: Yeah. But
1: it's like this weird, like best little whorehouse in Texas situation. Okay. Where she's like in the middle of nowhere in this huge mansion. And there's all Mm -hmm. these ladies like throwing singles everywhere. And she just wanders around shouting like Queens gather, (laughs) embrace your power. And she sounds like a video game boss. Okay. Uh, um <laughs> So sorry, and Gabriel Iglesias is in it as like their friend. He's 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 oh, uh, fluffy. fluffy. Yeah. Okay. He's I was putting
0: him in the Julio Iglesias family. Oh no, no. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, that's not how you say his name. Wait, yeah. Who's the singer I'm thinking of that was Enrique Iglesias? Enrique Iglesias. He's very handsome, so he I
1: be your hero baby. <laughs> yeah. Michael Strahan is in it as a stripper. Um, and Donald Glover.
0: Why? Just I mean, he's hot. Donald Glover? From, from Community? Com- I don't mean like he's not hot. I mean, to me, I always think of him as someone that makes like really, like he quit Community at, at its peak uh-huh. because he was like I want to do other things I want to make art I want to be a childish yeah. Gambino and yeah so like for him to be in Magic Mike XXL I'm like oh like? yeah no but he
1: plays a, a stripper who also freestyle raps That's and why. his his uh, um, prompt he he's like taking cues from the crowd like an improv troupe yeah and he talks to the lady who's like it's her birthday or whatever and he literally says what's your favorite thing and I'm like
0: what does that mean? What's your favorite thing? Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like what? What does that even mean? It's so vague. And Oh, I just realized a really that's a depressing thing about me, right? My favorite thing would be sleep? Well, it's it's that's important. My goal of every day is to get back to sleep. <laughs> but also, Andy McDowell
1: is in it, yeah, as a Southern divorcée in this scene that's just pure beautiful camp. Yeah. And It's just such a weird movie. I think I'm gonna have to
0: watch this movie. It's pretty
1: great, and it's just it's like molasses. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of slow and really oversweet, and it ends really abruptly. Okay. And I don't think the strippers at any point take off their jeans. (laughs) Yeah, like it's just
0: lots of chest. Yeah, man,
1: chest. Um, but. It it kind of sort of delivers on the promise of the original Magic Mike, where it's just like hot dudes dancing around, and there's
0: almost no plot. Is that what? I don't know the origi- origi- original Magic Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can can What happened in that movie? It's basically I mean, I tried to watch it a couple times, and it's Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, that's what I was going to It's gonna like say. Steven it's... Soderbergh doing Steven Soderbergh things, where it's like everything, Everything's yellow. Everything's yellow, and nothing is happening. Yeah. Why is it so slow?
1: Well, the the original Magic Mike is very much about the economic downturn of two thousand eight, oh. and um, like kind of how the world of strippers kind of reacts to that, and it's about Alex Pettyfer kind of getting into like drugs or whatever. Who? He's the main character of Magic oh, Mike. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He I is know. not in the sequel. Who is he? He was in Jumper, okay. like some quasi superhero movie that they tried to make happen. I think he was in I Am Number Four. Okay.
0: He was in a lot of stuff that nobody really cared about. I just remember being like, I turned on that movie and I was like, why is this guy in every scene and yeah, not not whoever the hell Magic Mike is? Channing Tatum. But Channing Tatum isn't even Magic Mike, is he? He is. Oh, okay. I thought that was McConaughey's. No, McConaughey's like, he's probably named Tex or something. Like yeah. Like he's
1: uh, someone. Yeah. Anyway, Magic Mike XXL, I highly recommend with a grain of salt because yeah. it's so bananas yeah a- andy mcdowell's scene is worth it alone and jada pinkett
0: it's got really strong like diva presence andy mcdowell is one of my least favorite actors of all no, time no no, so no I'm, i I'm understand like, i kind of want to see because i i feel like everything i've ever seen her and she's she's whisper she's a whisper actor yeah but, but she always just talks like this and then they just have to turn the mic up real yeah she, and then she doesn't do anything with her face and she's supposed to be pretty but i always felt like she's like kind of all right like She's not pretty. I don't I I she's one of those I'm like well, how did how did she become a thing? Uh-huh. What made her a thing? She's not super glamorous. She's not a very good actor. She it just happened. It just happened. She was a thing that happened in the 90s. That could happen with a lot of female actors like the, I don't want to throw any more people into the yeah, bus, Yeah, yeah. Gina um, Davis. Uh, uh-
1: <laughs> no, but she Andy McDowell leads this like coven of like southern housewives and divorcées. Who kind of taken the strippers at one point. Okay. And it's hilarious. That's amazing. It's it's a pretty great movie. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. Anyway, we should probably start wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um, I have our credits that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Cast Party Pod, on Facebook at Cast Party Podcast. Um, you can email us at castpartypod at gmail.com. And our theme song is Good Day by Tally Hall off the album Marvin's Marvelous Mechanical Museum. (laughs) So good. It's such a good song. And, yeah, do you have any last words you want to
0: share with the good people? Um, It's hot outside. It so much is. But I don't know what the temperature is going to be like in the future. We could have a second ice age by the time this comes out. That would be ideal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The way I'm currently feeling. Um you know, hey, man, don't poop your pants or whatever. Hey, man, don't <laughs> poop your pants. Because it'll definitely melt in your oh, pants God. right now. And it would be very Oh, if it is double.
0: like the first week of school, that means it's so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always so hot the first week of school. Oh, And, and you the, know
1: that air conditioner is going to break. And then the street fair happens. Oh, yeah. And it's miserable. They're getting ready for the street fair. All the banners are up. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Have fun in the Enjoy street the fair. future. Yeah. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart. Okay. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And we're the co-hosts of Scream 101. Which is? Your premier podcast for horror movie reviews. Tell every me more. Every month, we watch four horror movies based around a certain theme, like vampires, aquatic horror, 70s proto-slashers, Just different genres. Okay. I'm a huge horror nerd. He is. Sergio is not so much.
0: Everything you tell me goes in one ear and out the other.
1: But he's a very nice young man and he's willing to come along this journey with me. And we can give you our two different perspectives and hopefully a couple laughs along the way.
0: That's the dream or the plan.
1: Come with us on this journey of joy. (laughs) On this never-ending tale. On this season of Scream 101. Find us on podpeople.me.